Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the Rested Life Conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. So today I'm going to be focusing on, on, on what I called um, the crystal, uh, the crystal opportunity. I know somebody was asking me, what does that mean? The crystal opportunity, which means, uh, in quotes, the atmosphere that creates for opportunity. The atmosphere that creates for opportunity. I know this month of, of, of October, we've talked about mindset. We've talked about um, what you call the possibility. We've talked about the place of the man, ability to do their own job. But this morning, we are going to be looking at the standpoint of Christ, what he has done for you and I, so that we can then be able to understand that for as long as the atmosphere is correct, anything is possible. Oh, yes. As long as the atmosphere is sharp and clean, you can go into your mountain of influence and begin to rewrite the narratives and to adjust principle to accommodate your you. And I pray this morning for somebody, you will bump God like never before in the name of Jesus. By the time I was praying this moment, when we were praying a few minutes ago, I don't know who you are, but I just felt the Holy Spirit just remind me just now for me to tell you. He said that thoughts that you were thinking while you were praying, you were thinking of a particular thought. You are asking that if only my prophet will confirm with me. The Lord asked me to tell you that that thought is possible. That if you go into it, that his hand of opportunity has gone ahead before you. <laughs> that that thought that you were having, the thought of starting the business, the thought of going in for a new career, the thought of finding a way out of this very particular place where you are, whatever that thought is, as long as it has been routed through Christ, the Lord asked me to tell you this morning that that thought is possible, that is possible and the way to make that thought happens for you. You say, I, God, based on this service, I have made that reality available for you and that will become your lot and your portion in the name of Jesus. And so because of that this morning, we'll be going straight into our core text of this morning. What's our core text? Our core text is the book from John chapter 10 verse 10. We all understand that scripture is a popular scripture many of us know. If you're an average born again Christian that has been in Christ for just three months, you should know the scripture. <laughs> John 10 10. Uh, what scripture you should know first? The day you gave your life to Christ, bah, the first one is John 3 16. The second one should be John 10 10. And John 10, 10, the Bible may cause to understand, because I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Personalized Classic Edition, the AMPC, that's what it's called. And so I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Personalized Classic Edition this morning, and let's hear what God has to say to us. We can see from this very particular scripture, as we're about to read it, that God, in the inspiration given to John, the beloved, who was writing this very particular passage, may cause to understand that John was giving us, for lack of a better word, the motto or probably the vision statement of these two entities, the entity called Christ and the entity called the devil. And so based on their mission statement or the vision in which they have come to do on planet Earth, John was not making the reality for us to understand that if we can capture this truth about this person called the devil and this person called Christ, we may be able to navigate all the possibilities and to understand some certain realities that comes. For instance, the Bible says here in John 10.10, 10, 
He said the thief comes only, hear the word, the thief, the thief there in bracket, his name is called the devil. For some of you, you call him Satan. Before he fell down, he was known as Lucifer. He said the thief cometh only in order to steal, to kill, and destroy. So which means anything that is going on in your life currently that looks like stealing, that looks like, what's it called, being killed, that looks like destruction, these three, these three attributes, it can't be found in Christ. Because if, if you lost your job, you lost your loved ones, things are decaying in your hand, you can't then say God is punishing me for this very particular reality. No. Because why? The understanding of who you, I mean, the understanding of Christ that you carry on the inside determines the reality that you experience. And so because of that, John was able to give us an idea of what, I mean, of, of devil and also an idea of who Christ is. He says the thief called Lucifer. He says his business is to come to steal. Which means for those of you who are currently in a very awesome relationship. And all of a sudden, the guy has already put a date to say on the 29th of this month, you are about to get married or he's coming to see your family. And all of a sudden, one, one funny McWebs just decided to rock up from wherever. Only God know. Oh, daughter of Jezebel decided to show up. And take that very particular, or steal that guy from you. Now you should know who is causing that very particular thing. Because when you find that you have received of this guy from the realm of the spirit, the guy has made his intention known to you. He has come to see your family. As a matter of fact, your, your family and everybody, they are already expecting that they, this guy is going to show up in your village in Kunu. And all of a sudden, one week down the line, one, one McWebs just came out from somewhere. And steal that guy. Now you can understand who is in behind that very particular stealing. That you don't need to blame the McWaves. There is a devil that is sponsoring the McWaves. That says something must not happen in your life. And so based on that reality. You then begin to address the root cause of the McWaves. are coming to steal your partner. I know we have this very particular popular saying that we like saying, and I, I, I can't tell, honestly, I can't tell if it's a Christian saying. You know, people like saying that um, if I can't get the thing, that means it doesn't belong to me. Ah, that's a demonic statement too. <laughs> Not in this earth. <laughs> no, you know, you know, I've heard people say that if, if, I, if I can't get, if it, if, what's called, if I can't get it, or if the thing is not going to come to me naturally, then which means it is not meant for me. It's a lie, oh. Is a lie. The enemy make you accept that very particular truth so that he keeps stealing. Because the moment you want something, the Bible makes us to understand. He say, if you desire anything and you pray, he say, believe that you shall have it. Then all of a sudden, you are now coming to say, no, uh, the reason why maybe God does not, he, my friend, God wants you to have good things. Oh. Anything good routed in the 7,000 plus promises in the Bible, if your eyes can see it, God's integrity is committed to perform. And so based on the reality, John was making us to understand now, this is now when he was given the vision of who God, I mean Jesus is. He now says that I came, that they may have, they may do what they may have, number one. Number two, enjoy. So which means anything that looks like suffering, shame, decay, lost, poverty, lack, barrenness, whatever, just know that it is not from God. Because if enjoyment is not part of the process, that's why for us as platform, we keep saying that the rested life is a reality for you and I. 
We keep making you to understand that the rested life makes all things available for you. The rested life is God's, what you call, portal of possibility that says that if you can accommodate this rest, this, 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 this controlling system that I've made available, you can be able to enjoy all the possibility. It says that I have come. It said that they may have and enjoy life. Now, guess it. It now says, and have it in abundance. Ha! Remember my title. It's called uh, Christ Opportunity. The atmosphere that creates. Christ Opportunity. The atmosphere that creates. He said, I have come that they may have it in abundance. Which means not small. In this kingdom, I know that, yes, people will say you are materialistic and cool. It's okay, that's their problem. You don't need to be able to accommodate their, their... Just because they have data on their phone does not mean that you have to reply them with your own data of your belief. No, you can't stoop that low. You have, you say, have it in abundance. Which means if you have one house, my dear, begin to go for the second one. Oh, yes, if you are currently renting, begin to go look for the place uh, where you can buy your house. Uh. I know that, yes, you are currently working for somebody. Uh, begin to think on how to start your business. Uh. I know that, yes, currently now, uh, maybe you are dating the guy or the lady and you are trusting God for marriage. The money may not be your bank account, but hear me. Take this prophetic word. Uh, begin to call your partner, babe. Uh, I trust the God of the rested life. Uh, let's come together. Let's begin to plan. Uh, let's fix a date. Uh, because why? He wants you to have it in abundance. The ability to experience abundant life. In answers and to full till it's overflow. <laughs> and to full till it's overflow. I don't know who you are this moment in my life, but I declare under heaven that anything that is short-circuiting your experience with God, anything that is making you not to enjoy life, maybe it is sickness, maybe it is diseases, maybe it is external factor playing games upon your life. I stand this morning on the apostolic office governed by the prophetic grace upon my life. I bring those factors to an end now in the name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy is doing currently, that is making you not to enjoy life. That is making you not to have it in abundance. That is making your blessing not to overflow. Lord, I declare one more time. Let those things be destroyed today in the name of Jesus. Oh, hear me well. Christ has called you for a life of abundance. He has called you for you to enjoy life. The ability to stop walking like an elephant and eating like an ant. That grace, that today, that grace, is, that forces is terminated in the name of Jesus. For some of you, you begin to talk. I walk like an ant and I eat like an elephant. <laughs> I walk like an ant and I eat like an elephant. Ability to chop life with 50 fingers. That's how I call it. I know that you have 10 fingers, but yes, every external thing that can guarantee for your abundance, ability to chop life with 50 fingers. I don't know how you explain chop. You know what chop means, eat. Ability to chop life. I declare one more time that you would chop life to eat fuller in the name of Jesus. Without being said this very particular morning, as my anchor scripture, I remember yesterday, by the time I was just sitting on my balcony, I was just meditating on some certain realities that the Lord is currently doing around my space. And it's quite interesting that I was sitting down looking at a particular tree that was in front of me. And while looking at that very particular tree, all of a sudden, due to some certain circumstances, the tree was annoying myself and my wife. <laughs> and so we then insist that the, what's it called, the caretaker 
what must cut the tree because we are not going to face the decay of the tree and the nonsense that is happening around my balcony. And all of a sudden, it was dawned on me while I was watching the tree and the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. He said, do you notice that this very particular tree was caught? Ah, somebody catch a revelation this morning because I'm going to be declaring from that standpoint. If, if you are around my house, I would have shown you the tree to make you see what is happening currently on the tree. He said, do you notice that this tree was caught? But for as long as the root of that tree is still in the ground, that no matter how much you think that the thing is caught, give it time. It is going to come back again to life. Give it time. And guess what? By the time the tree was caught, it was just two branches we removed. In a man, the level of the branches that is growing from that tree. And the Holy Spirit was saying to me, son, if my people can still remain planted in me, that no matter what has been stolen in their life, uh, no matter what has been taken in their life, uh, for as long as they are still rooted and grounded in God, uh, I am going to multiply. Uh, and so therefore I declare upon your life, uh, anywhere that you have been cut off, uh, anywhere that you have suffered loss, uh, I speak this morning, uh, restoration uh, in the name of Jesus. I declare one more time, whoever has come together to cut your life short, they said that they wouldn't help you, my dear, congratulations, because Christ is about to show up for your sake. They said they are not going to show up to help you, my dear, it's okay. I speak one more time today, every places that you have been cut short, every places that you have suffered lost, I declare now restoration in the name of Jesus. Ah. Janos Arata. I don't know who you are, but I just hear God said to me this morning. Hear me, hear me, hear me. What? Holy Spirit, help me. This service is beginning to go into prophetic service. I'm trying as much as possible. I felt that it would be this way. But hear me. Any place that you look as if your friends they overtake you. I, I hear God say this to me right now. That it looks as if your friends have overtaken you. It looks as if you are doing this thing of God, but yet you are not seeing. But hear me. Oh my dear, two months is too much for God to change your life. Two months is too much for God to change your life. Two months is too much for God to turn your story around. In the name of Jesus. I know that it looks as if they've gone ahead of you, but hear me. I declare under heaven as an ambassador of Christ, uh, send with the mandate of rest. Uh, I put speed under your feet. Uh. Oh yes, I put speed under your feet. Uh. I put speed under your feet. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Ah, jalos for menos. Somebody in just 10 seconds just speaking tongues. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me this morning. I don't know who you are, but I stand under heaven. Whoever, hear the statement, whoever currently either in your workplace or in the business where you are currently working, or in the political sector that you occupy, and the person is taking advantage of your humility, taking advantage of your personality, taking advantage of your kindness, and all of a sudden, they are using your stars, your glory, your, your, your simplicity as an advantage for them, but a disadvantage for you. Hear me, I speak under heaven today. I command them right now to clear off the road for you to shine in the name of Jesus, whoever is using your life to trade, whoever is milking your possibilities, whoever is causing you shame, somebody at the office pointing that you will never be promoted, I stand this morning, I remove them for your sake, in the name of Jesus. Ah, Janos Arata Megu Salata, Meneko Parada Zilatosa, hear me again one more time. 
every grave diggers <laughs> that have assigned to use your blood as a burial ceremony of what you call juice. They are trying to use your blood as a burial ceremony, orange juice or Fanta. I declare this morning that they'll be buried for your sake. They'll be buried for your sake. I speak this morning for every one of you in this service. I declare that the remaining days of this year, your family is protected. Your family is secured. Everything that makes sense to you, that matters to you, it will not get lost, stolen in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, yours, we thank you. Thank you. Now, let's begin to go this morning. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 15 to 17. I need to clear that part out. Ah, Holy Spirit, help me. Colossians 1, 15 to 17. I'm going to be reading from the NIV. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 15. Sharatos eligrenas elita. Alanos avrana hevina copaladiranos avalihi katasilada. Oh, yes, my beloved, I want to hear the story. Tell me the story. I want to hear the story. When service is over, I need to send me the story or voice note the story, whichever one is possible. Colossians 1, 15 to 17, sorry. We're looking at this man called Christ, because remember the title this morning is called Christo, Christ Opportunity. Let's look at that very particular, this thing for us to understand this person called Christ. This man called Christ, that possibility is in him, and I'm going to be giving you what happened. I'm going to be giving you some certain points for you to take home, and then also we're going to close the service as, as the Lord leads us. But let's look at this scripture as we begin to build our, 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 our body now. Um, it says here, I'm reading from the NIV. Uh, it says here, the sun is the image of the invisible God. I'm going to say something to you right now. The sun is the image of the invisible God. The sun, they're talking about a person called Christ. So which means if you are looking for God and you can't find God, Christ is the person that this very particular Paul was saying to the, to the church of the Colossae. He says, the firstborn of all creation. Now, I'm beginning to now get into the atmosphere of what we need to talk this morning. He says, for in him, all things were created. For in Christ, all things were created. He said, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Now, if, if we want to look at that scripture, it says, all things were created by him. So, which means those things that you are not seeing, but as long as they are still in your imagination, it says, be it visible or invisible, this man called Christ, he says, is the creator of that. So, which means the things that your eyes cannot see, but it is real. He says, Jesus, make that thing possible. Ah, let's continue. He says, whether throne or powers or dominion or authority. He says, all things have been created through him and for him. He says in verse 17, he says, he is before all things and all things in him, he said, all things in him holds together. So which means if everything must work in your life, all things in him holds together. If you have to create anything this moment, the atmosphere of the person of Christ, all things hold together. It looks as if your marriage is falling. As long as you have Christ, my dear, calm down. All things hold together. It looks as if the year is coming to an end, but yet you've not gotten into your billion flow. Calm down. All things hold together. It says, God is the invisible one that we can't see. But for as long as we want to see him, his name is called Christ. All of a sudden, I think a few days ago, I was just meditating on, on this very particular scripture. And it was dawned on me. And hear me, I want to bring something that will make you understand. This God factor. Because many of us, 
because we don't capture this reality of who this God factor is, we always think that this is a three different being. And so because of that, we have to appeal to one, beg the other one, and the third one, maybe the third one is angry with us based on what we've done and stuff. Let me change that very particular perception for you this morning. Remember, we are talking about the atmosphere that creates. Now, this one is not the mind anymore. This is the atmosphere that creates. Hear me. When God, because, let me, before I even go there, Remember that we have this, 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 this thing called Trinity. The Trinity, there was no scripture that actually gave us a Trinity, but obviously that talks about the word Trinity. But in the book of Genesis chapter 1, when you take your mind and you go through it, you will see that the Trinity was literally mentioned in that very particular scripture. In Genesis chapter 1. And that's why many of us, as men of God, we took that very particular statement as Trinity. But this was, this was what happened. God the Father... Because I want you to capture this simple truth. Because if you can get this, hear me. My job for this morning is done. In fact, if you can get this, the next point I want to mention will not be important anymore. When God was creating the earth, he was known as God the creator. Remember in the book of Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says them that the earth was without form and void and darkness upon the face of the deep. And the Bible says, and the spirit of God moved. The spirit of God. What was it making us to understand? That spirit of God there that he was talking about that was making us to understand the God that is invisible but yet he's real. That's number one. Then he now said, let there be light. The word that come out of his mouth was God the son. <laughs> then after then he now said, let us make man in our own image. Who is the us he was talking to? He was talking about God him the father. The Son, which is the one that was creating everything, and the Holy Spirit, which will now be on your inside. Holy Spirit, help me. Let's do this again. Let's, let's, let's take it again on that route, because I want you to get something this morning. Be patient with me. You'll get it just now. I'm going to use myself as Darlington, for instance, so that it helps you. Because if you, if you get this one right, the devil will not cheat you for anything anymore. Because... I keep hearing us, we cry, Holy Spirit, rest upon me. Holy Spirit, this, and Holy Spirit, maybe Holy Spirit is angry with me and go, hear me, hear me, hear me. He is not angry with you, number one. He is not angry with you. It's just the fact that you have frustrated him for too long. He has given you instructions for you to do, you're not doing it, and so because of that, he does see, God is a gentle God. He doesn't force people. If you tell God that God, let me say it in South Africa terms, okay, forgive me that word I want to say, but you know. It's like, tell God, tell God, I sugar wanna. He will sugar. He will, not, he will not argue with you. <laughs> he will, as you do, hey, leave me alone. He will leave you alone. Because why? He is not a forceful God. Now, this is what I want to paint for you. Darlington, the Darlington you see here. There is Darlington, the prophet that you're currently listening to. Right? Now, the same Darlington is Darlington to a lady. I mean, is, is a husband to a lady called Kanisa. The same Darlington. He is a son to a parent called the Lassisis or the Adabenege. But yet, all of this is the same Darlington. What am I trying to paint for you? The God who creates, he's known as God the creator. We now see the God again who turned to a son in the visible image to come on earth. What was the job of that son? It's called God the redeemer. <laughs> we now see the same God who says, I will not leave you comfortless. That I'm going to make myself a prototype that will be on your inside. That if you can capture this atmosphere, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But I will keep you in remembrance of all things. We now see him as God, the transformer. Ah, 
Maratosh Alata. I'm going to repeat it again. Number one, he's called God the Creator. The same way he's called Darlington the Prophet. Number two, he's called God the Redeemer in the place of his son. The same way he's called Darlington the Husband to Kanisa. Number three is called God the Transformer, which in bracket we put the Holy Spirit, who has become a chip, a microchip, or a plugin that has entered into your spirit. Which means, what am I saying to you this morning? If you can capture the reality that the same God who created the world is the same God who come in the visible image of his son called Christ, is still the same God who says, I will not leave you comfortless. Decided to make himself like a sim card to include into your spirit being, to say you will never be broke, to say you will never be left alone, to say you must enjoy the overflow, to say you must be able to live a life that you want. I declare upon the, all of you this morning that as your spirit man is beginning to pop open, that which you need to capture that guarantees your possibility, receive it now in the name of Jesus. He is still the same God. I know that some of us as pastors have told you that the God is different from the God of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. He's still the same God. The one who created everything decided to morph himself when man fell in the Garden of Eden and he says, I love my children. Oh, I love Kanisa so much. I can't allow Sibangila to go through the pain. Umpo will never suffer the shame. I will not allow Darlington to beg. And he decided to be God. Left God and become God of man and he came on earth in the person of a son called Jesus and after he paid the price all of a sudden he looked at man and he says this world is wicked I'm not going to leave you comfortless I'm going to create a species which is still me but if you can capture this atmosphere this same me I can make the door open I can lead you to the city gate I can make men turn their heart and favor you I can be able to her, which means if you can receive of this species, oh Sharata Zinata, somebody open your mouth in just 30 seconds and begin to say, I receive of the person called God in me. Open your mouth and begin to say, I receive of the person called God in me. The God in me, known as the Holy Spirit, I receive of this species. He is on my inside. For some of you this morning, to feel what I'm feeling, you can then begin to mesmerize your stomach, begin to rub your stomach. He is on my inside. He is living in me. The atmosphere of God is in me. I am not comfortless. I have God on my inside. It is still the same God that created the world. It is still the same God that died for me. And the same God that is on my inside. He was known as the creator. He was known as the redeemer. And now he's a transformer. Oh yes. Just begin to speak. Lord you are in me. I feel you all around. Your power is at work in my life. I am not afraid of what men will say. I am not afraid of circumstances. I carry the possibilities and the grace of God. The totality of who you are is currently on my inside. The totality of your person is currently on my inside. Oh yes, it's currently on my inside. It's currently on my inside. Oh yes. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. It's currently on my inside. Somebody I can see you are beginning to smile, you're laughing. That's God telling you now we're about to get involved. We're about to get busy. We're about to change the atmosphere. Too much, too much. You're about to change the status quo. You're about to arrange everything for your possibilities. In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. 
All right, I'm getting excited this morning. I'm getting excited. I don't know why. Now, it makes sense when we're looking at Colossians chapter 1, 15 to 17. Because it says the son, the invisible God, has been displayed as God the Redeemer. And that God the Redeemer decided to say, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm still going to be the God, but at the same time, I'm going to be the God that will be a transformer in your life. Which means every day you wake up should be a better day. <laughs> which means when you wake up every morning, you can say, God. Which means you, the God that wake up, God is awake. Now let's go change stuff. You, the God that wake up, you say, God is awake. Now let me go and get my husband. Let me go and get my job. Let me go and get my children. Let me go and get my possibility. Because why? God just wake up. And that's who you are. God just wake up. And that's what is working on your inside. God just just wake up and that's everything that is about you. That's who you are. 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 He now says, I hope somebody's been blessed this morning. I'm excited. You know, this suit I'm wearing is actually causing me some certain limitation. I feel like running. I wish it's a life in person service. I would have left this mic and just run. Like just run the whole of the church and come back and stand because why? Now I understand. That the same God that creates is the same one that decides to make a redemption benefit for me. The same one that chooses to say he wants to be a microchip that will be on my inside. Which means I am not short of God. <laughs> I have God. He is my ever-present help in times of need. I have God who is my totality all wrapped in one. And yet, he's, you know, you know when, as I'm saying this, some of you, your mind will be thinking, I, I know your mind is playing tricks. It's okay. Let your mind play. That's his job. The, the job of the mind is to play tricks. I know you are thinking, this guy created this world. And the whole, you know, there was a day I was, um, there's this prayer mountain that I go. And all of a sudden, sometimes when I'm at the top of that very particular mountain and I'm praying, and I look at the grandeur and the, what you call the scale of the mountain. Like on that mountain, literally, you can't see, you have to look very deep to see where houses are. And I'm looking at the mountains. All of a sudden, it looks as if the mountains were touching the sky. And I was just, I think of recent, I was there. And I was just thinking in my mind, I said, ah, and this God decided to come and resident in me. It's like coming to stay in where I stay, in my house. Like, I don't understand. My mind was just playing games with me. I told my mind, mind, keep quiet. We are doing business with God. And that's how it is. Your mind will tell you that it's not possible. But hear me. As long as you can capture this truth, you will leave this very particular service. And you will go and you will look at those mountains. You know, it now makes sense when, G when Jesus was telling us, you shall say to this mountain. He was making you to understand that if you can capture the reality, that the same God who created that mountain, is the same God that is on your inside. And when you are talking from the lenses of that God, the atmosphere that you now carry, the mountain has no choice than to move. Ah! Was it not the God who created the same God who is already on your inside? So, and the God is walking through you to make that mountain move. The reason why your mountain is not moving right now is because you have not captured the atmosphere that God is already with me. The same God that created all is the same God that is already on my inside. The same one that is parting the Red Sea. The same one that was in the fire with Daniel. The same one that will walk through the valley of the shadow of death with David. And yet David will tell you, I fear no evil. The same one that will be with Daniel in the lion's den. The same one that delivered the children of Israel when they were in Egypt for over 400 years. That same God, my dear, is at work in your life. That same man 
is at work in your life. He decided to make himself as a spirit just to make sure that he is aligned with your spirit man. He knows that your mind may be playing games and he chose to submit himself with your spirit. That if your spirit can capture this truth, the fullness of who the God is as the Godhead, the one that walks the earth, who did mighty great works, and also the Holy Spirit, who is now your comforter, all of that tree, like South Africa will say it, they have the rope papo to be on your inside. I don't know how to explain that. They have been, it has now become a mixed masala, and all of them is on your inside. With that being said, I took my time for me to help you go through that very particular place. Now let's begin to see, ah, what opportunity we now have with this God. What are the opportunities we have? Ha! They do sweet. Ah! It do me. You know, that's how we say it in Nigeria. It do me totori right now. I don't know how totori means. It is sweet my belly. It is sweet. If you can see me right now, I'm actually I'm playing with my stomach. It is sweet my belly. My belly just they sweet. You know, you guys call it butterfly. You know those women, you know, you said as a butterfly, you know, when you meet that guy. And all of a sudden, the guy just passed. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you're not beginning to behave like somebody whose legs is paining. <laughs> you just see the guy. You know, it's quite interesting whereby some of you ladies, if not all of you, <laughs> when the, the guy that you seriously have crushed on, ah, and that guy just me, do you know that the guy is currently in Mabo Pani, and you are in Rodeport, you can smell him from that far. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling right now. The guy is in Mabopani, and you are in your house. You can't, you can't tell the way he's walking. Like, hey, Baba, you don't understand. The moment the guy sends you a message, you screen grab it so that WhatsApp does not delete it. Like, oh, my gosh, what the hell is this? All of a sudden, your English just become queens. To make matter worse, imagine the guy now call you in the morning. Earlier was like 6 a.m., and it says, hello, can you say, You're like, oh, my God, I just died just died. <laughs> oh my God. And yet, bigger than that guy is already on your inside. And he's saying to you, hello, can you say, what is the plan for today? Let's talk. Let us make, <laughs> because you are part of the us. <laughs> Let us make. Let us turn things. Let us make this. Let us pull down. Let us, because why? The atmosphere to make that possibility real is already at work in you. Point number one, what are the opportunities that is available in this Christ opportunity? Ah, Holy Spirit, you just know how to mess service up. I don't know what you're doing this morning, but so be it. Holy Spirit, have your way. 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 I just hear God just said to me this week, hear me, somebody this week, you're about to get an addition to your salary. <laughs> you're about to get miraculous addition to your salary. It does not make sense. They did not discuss with you. They did not tell you. You know your salary, but it, it was just an addition. And for some of you, you're like my wife. Because if my, me, me and my wife were too different, you give me addition, you think I'm going to come and meet you and ask you. Never. I ain't coming to ask you. No way. My mother raised no fool. For what? If you hear any happening in my world, no, it's not happening. But let's say you're my wife. You decided to go ask your boss. Boss, I noticed that my salary is supposed to be 100000 but I'm seeing the 150000 what is going on? And the boss just tell you, don't worry, nothing is happening, everything is okay. And yet you are wondering, but I thought, should I return the money? And he's wondering, which money? Because we are checking our book, the book is complete. And so whoever gave you 50000 it's not us. But yet, the, the, you can trace that that 50000 came from your company. I speak upon somebody this morning. 
that this week before this month of October comes to an end you will get an addition in your salary you will get an increase in your money and you will see possibilities happen for you in the name of Jesus number one this morning what is the opportunity we have is the fact that now based on this reality of what we're talking about is number one we are one with God <laughs> we are one with God you know when you begin to capture this reality that you are one with God you be careful what you say <laughs> because you know that God is speaking <laughs> it is not Sipongili or Kanisa or Dalentin or Mpo or, or Nashwe or whoever that is speaking <laughs> you are one with God because why you understand that my words carry power that I can turn your life around if you don't treat me well and you let my mouth open I can close your destiny in just 10 seconds because now you understand we are one with God. Let me show you from the book of John chapter 17. I like John 17. I, 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 I so much love John 17. You know, you know, John 17 is the prayer that Jesus prayed for us. And God granted Jesus that very particular access. He granted the prayer. The Lord's prayer, the one they said, Lord, so our Father, two times 11. Is it 2011? No, not 2011. Our Father who art in heaven. You know, my school does this. <laughs> I just went back to my primary school in just two seconds now. Now We say, our Father, two times 11. I love your name. Ta, 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 ta. Because we don't know it. So we just find a way of remixing it. But it's our Father who art in heaven. Which means that is the domain where he contains. But that's not the prayer Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed a prayer for us, the believer. Because he understands that the next thing he's about to do, that he wants to make us one with the Trinity. In case one with God. Now, I've, I've given an explanation to make you understand that the one, it is you, Jesus, and now God. <laughs> because number one, he says here, John chapter 17, sorry, John 17, 20. Now, this is the prayer he says. Neither I pray for these alone. He said, but for them also which shall believe on me through their words. Which means your belief in God or your belief in Christ has, got, has the power to make you one with God. Now look at what he says in verse 21. He said that they may all be one. He says, as thou, Father, are in me. He says, and I in thee, they may also be one in us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus has prayed you based on the Christ opportunity that he created for you when he came to die on the cross of Calvary. He came to die once and for all so that you become one with the divine. You become one with God. Where if God wants to do something in Polokwane or he wants to do something in Nigeria, he has no problem calling you Mamumpo and saying, Mamumpo, what can we do in Nigeria? Can we create a new political system? What can we do in Ghana? Can we change the market of cocoa business in Ghana? What can we do in Uganda? Can we begin because why you are now one with God? You are one with God. He now says, let's go, 22. 22, get it sweeter. He says, look at, look at the sweetness. He says, 22, and the glory which you have given me, God. He says, I have given, ah. <laughs> you, you, you know, this kind of scripture is what will make you want to actually remove your shoe and just run first. And people think you are mad. Which means the glory which you have given me. Which means the fullness of all I know that you are. And this is what, and guess what? This was what we lost in the Garden of Eden. The glory was taken when man fell from the Garden of Eden. 
And so it was not the fact that man was not blessed. The blessing of man was there, but the glory that guarantees him to muffed reality. The glory that makes man an infinitesimal personality. Where one minute it can be in Polokwane, the next minute it can be in Nigeria. And yet there is no wall, no boundaries, no nothing, nothing that can stop him. That glory was taken out. Because this is a thing I ask people. Which kind of scientific experiment or a scientist gadget or an engineering gadget that was created for Adam to enter into the sea and look at all those species in the sea and give them a name? If not because there was a level of atmosphere, there was a level of glory the guy was operating in, that he would look at the fish and know that this one is called tilapia. He did not make mistake to call it tilapia fish and agbodo fish. He did not make mistake to look at those things that was jumping on earth and look at this one and say, no, this one is a goat and he's calling a lion a tiger. He knew because why? The glory and the atmosphere was at work. It says there in verse 22, it says, and the glory which thou have given me, it says, I have given it to them that they may be one even as we are one. Market close. You know this way you call, you call it, you call it case close. Case close. Which means, you don't lack the glory. <laughs> you, you live in the glory. You operate in the glory. The day you gave your life to Christ, the glory was already at work in your life. The day you said, Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and my personal Savior. I repent of my ways. The glory was activated immediately for you. But the problem is the fact you've not recognized that the atmosphere. Ah, I, I just want somebody to do like this. Just do like this. The atmosphere. <laughs> The atmosphere, the atmosphere, the atmosphere. You know, as I'm doing this, I'm remembering one of these movies. You know, it's just, I think it's called, those movies, it was those days, I grew up in Nigeria, those movies whereby you will see, if you want to know if this person's an angel, it's, an, it's those American movie. you will see them, they have this ring on their head, and they walk, I forgot the title of the movie. That, 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 that's how, how, that's how young I am, before you ask me how old I am. That, now, the glory is like that, which means the glory which Jesus took from God, he gave it to us on a platform of him dying on the cross of Calvary. He now says, I in them. Let's look at 23. 23. He says, I in them. <laughs> Thou in. Ah. You know, let's, let's just play a bit with 23. I in them, which means Christ in you. Does that make sense where, 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 where we quote that scripture? He says, Christ in me. It's the hope of glory. He said, I in them, thou in me. Now, this is, this is what happened. Holy Spirit, help me, help me, help me, help me. I need something to do, some, some certain, okay. I in them. This is you, right? This is you, Darlington. Christ is this remote I'm holding. Example, because I, this is online platform. For somebody like, ah, Darlington said Christ is a remote. No, I didn't say so. I'm giving an example. <laughs> this is you. And he says, let's look at 23 again. He says, I in them, Christ in you. D do you see? Christ <laughs> in. <laughs> like, it's like trying to plug your phone. And you're wondering why the thing is not charging. And yet you did not know that the thing is not plugged. <laughs> and you're trying to look only for you to go check that. Ah, ah. The plug was not there properly. Christ in you. Now that is in you. Ah, ah, ah. Now I just, I just fall pregnant just now. I know you don't understand. I know you're like, hey, not, not that kind of pregnant you're talking about. I'm talking about spiritual pregnancy. I just fall pregnant just now. Christ in me. Which means 
If you want to see who Christ is, look at me. <laughs> if you want to see what prosperity looks like, look at me. If you want to see the glory of God, look at me. If you want to know how God works in this earth, look at me. <laughs> because why? Christ in me. To make matters sweet, he now says so that, so that you, you, don't, you don't feel as if God does not like you, that God is on a public holiday. He now says, let's, let's, let's do the example again. I'm going to remove the you. He now says, yeah, look at it, 23 again. He says, I in them. But this is what was interesting. Remember, this is you. Let me put this here. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me, help me, help me, help me. I'm trying to look. Okay, good. Ah, Holy Spirit, thank you. Now, I'm doing something. Don't worry, guys. I'm doing some certain effect here. Holy Spirit, help me. I hope people will get this. Holy Spirit, help me get them because they need this atmosphere. They need it. You said to them, you said to me this morning, Lord, that if they can capture this, anything is possible for them this week. Anything, 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 anything. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me. Remember, this is you, right? This is you. This is Christ. This is God. <laughs> right? Now, let's look at 23 again. Because, you know, sometimes we read scripture, we're in a very, you're in a hurry. It says, 23, I in them. But before the I in them, Jesus knew. That's why he was able to do all that he did on planet Earth. He now says, thou, which is God in me. Right? God in. Okay, let me complete the, the, the battery so that it doesn't look as if, okay, this pastor have just one battery. It's two. God in me. I, Jesus, in the... <laughs> I, Jesus, in death. So which means I carry everything of God that you are looking for. I know you are trying to find out what is happening around my life. I know that you thought that because the tree has caught from the branch, that nothing good can come out of my life, my dear sister and my brother. You have no clue that there is still a God on my inside. You have no clue that the reason why you reduce my salary and yet I'm not talking is because there is a God on my inside. You have no clue that the reason why the enemy attacked me and you think I will go in to mental institution and you are trying to tell me to go for a consulting and yet I'm not going it's because Somebody just begin to speak in tongues right now because you understand that God in Christ God in Christ Christ in you. Oh, you are now one with God. You are not separated from God. The same God that created the universe is already inside of you. The same Jesus that died on the cross is already inside of you. The Holy Spirit is currently talking to you. Open your mouth in just one minute and just begin to lambano. The Lord will tell you what to pray about because now it's in you. Now it's in you. In just one minute, begin to push yourself in the realm of the spirit janaka paradoshikata ratake peleketosh enate banihota ratoko belete hiras ranatoko balatiatata jatame goto belatasa janekrododosha 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 rapana koto pelegedeshinata zatakoko parad 
Dagayatasa, Rimato Copeletiata, Janos Epata, Janos Epata, Janos Epata, Janos Epata, Zequata Parada Secatasa, Ratamato Shata. It is God that is prayed. Open your mouth. This is God. You are creating this week. You are creating this month. You are creating the remaining half of this year. You are creating your next 20 years. Zatoko Paratasa. Abinatoko Paradakelata. Ripatakoto Rigadashatabiata. Abatakotoke Menenejata. Ratoko Palata. Anekrudagede inatata. Zata Paratosha. Ebenekatos in Akratata. Ratamado Shatina. Ekinakosinatia. 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 Zekrunatatiatos. Renegato Pilatatia. Ranash Akuda Palila. Zenuta Ebenete here. Zenuta Ebenete here. Zenuta etene, 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 etene. Oh yes, somebody you are giving birth. You are giving birth. You are giving birth. That pregnancy. Oh yes, I declare now the pregnancy is time to give birth. As you are praying, you are in the labor room right now. Oh yes, the God, the Father, the Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the atmosphere. They are pushing for you to give birth. Oh yes, hashanas reikados yata habenetos ikiata le ikwan. Le ikotototiata, le ikototo menekiatos, eliata, la radosida. Ah, sitin hiwotasia, arotos de ketila katos in apradasida. In Jesus, mighty name of prayer. In the name of Jesus. Be seated, be seated, be seated, be seated. I have one of my daughter in the house and I can see that her, the chair is now too small for her to sit. That's okay. That's what happened when you are, when you are playing Christ opportunity. Christ opportunity. I remember of, of, um, during the week I met this very particular pastor and we we're both talking and um, one of the things he was asking, I said, see, my job for me is to come and show the people what the rested life is all about. And the rested life is the fact that God, this is the rested life message where everything that you are busy calling for where a few minutes you are still going to be praying. He'll busy calling for. In this kingdom, you don't pray as a son and a daughter of the most high God. You declare and it come to pass. Because why? The king, the monarch of the universe. He says, I in them. Ah. I in them. Thou in me. Which means, let me say this. I know that it may look as if I'm trying to blow your head. It's okay. If I succeeded in blow your head, so be it. Which means at this moment, God is not in heaven. He's inside of you. Ah! <laughs> Hear me. He is not in heaven. He is in you. He is in you. So the next time you are praying, don't do like this. Do like this. <laughs> because while you are looking at the inside, the God in me, the God in me, the God in me. Because most times when we look up, we look as if, okay, God, when are you going to die again? Because it looks as if I missed it and I, I need you to come and die. And you are busy checking. And he's like, but I'm in you. My son Jesus prayed. In fact, it's not even my son Jesus. I, the visible man, I prayed the prayer to God, the one who created, and bring the Holy Spirit that enforces all like a microchip for all of us to be in you. So the next time you are praying, your position is like this. 
Whether you are kneeling down or standing up, your position is like this. Because why? You are looking at the inside. He says, for out of your belly shall flows out rivers of living water. Because why? It is in you. And so when you put your head on this posture, you are trying to agree with the God on your inside. And says, that which must happen must come to pass. That which must be done must come to pass. In just 10 seconds. I don't know, but I want you to do that. Look down and look on your inside. And that which must happen, I begin to speak. That which must happen must come to pass. Oh yeah, that which must happen, it must come to pass. It must come to pass. Just look at your inside right now and begin to speak. Remember that God is on your inside. We don't cry in this kingdom. We make demands. We don't cry in this kingdom. We command. We don't cry in this kingdom. We decree. Be rebuke. And it shall be rebuke. Once in 10 seconds, just look again one more time and just speak. Oh yes, I'm God. <laughs> I'm God. I'm a carrier of God's glory. The atmosphere to create is on my inside. Which means I can make my opportunity. Oh yes, I can make my opportunity. I can step out this week because God is in me. I can open the doors. I know they don't like me, but I'm going to open the doors. I know they want me to bring the seat at the table. Oh my dear, there's no space on the table. I'm creating the table. Because in this kingdom we create. We create, we create, we create, we create. I'm creating the table. I'm creating the table. I'm creating the table. Holy Spirit, you're messing me up. It says here, it says in verse 23 again, it says, I in them, thou in me. It says, now look at, you know, guys, pardon me, this thing is, this thing is, this thing is reducing my anointing. You know, this is reducing my, let me remove it. It's reducing my anointing. You know, this is where if it's not myself, it's now like, like where is my armor bearers? Can you come and assist? It's reducing my anointing. I need to flow properly. It's reducing my anointing. Now look at it. It says, yeah. <laughs> getting sweeter. <laughs> the next statement will blow your mind. <laughs> he says, I in them and thou in me. Uh, Mamumpo, give me just John 17, 23 alone. Just give me John 17, 23. Because I want them to see it. I want them to see it. Ah, ah. Oh, you, you are the best. You've even done that. You are the best. Thank you. He says, yeah. He says, I in them. He says, and thou in me. Look at the consequence. <laughs> he said that they may be perfect in one <laughs> that they may be perfect in one he says and that the world may know <laughs> so which means you are a signature of God when people are looking for the signature how God's signature look like they should look at you can you sir they should look at you Darlington they should look at you, Mpo. They should look at you, Sibongile. They should look at you, Constance. Because why? It says that they may be one. It says that they may be perfect in one. Which means perfection is guaranteed in this kingdom. You are the one that is trying to be perfect. It's just the fact that you've not looked on your inside and to see how perfect you already are. <laughs> if you can see how perfect you already are in Christ, your ability for you to walk in that reality from inside out. From inside out. From inside. See, I know you are trying to use the word system for you to look for what perfection looks like. But hear me. It says here, this is your Bible. At least thank God that it's my, my beloved. I call her my co-laborer. She's the one, before you said no, Pastor Darlington edited the Bible. It says here, that they may be perfect in one. It said that the world may know that thou hast sent me. And had loved them as thou had loved me. 
So which means from this place here, two things stand out. That number one, you are becoming perfect as God. Number two is the fact that the world will see God's signature upon your life. Ah, I declare one more time that every lie of the devil that has kept you bound in one place, I cancel that lie out of your life in the name of Jesus. Ah, let's look, let's look at let's look at this, let's look at this, let's look at this. Ah, Father, help me. Help me, help me, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. Now, with this very particular word being said here, you know, we're talking about now that you are one with God. I want to show you what are the three things under this one with God. What are the three things that happen immediately? <laughs> you know, if I stop at this point, I promise you my job is done. I, 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 I have a beautiful point. We can continue on Sunday. It's okay. But I just wanted to capture this atmosphere of who you are. I really wanted to capture it. Now, let's look. Now, the Bible says here, remember our anchor scripture is John 17. And my beloved gave me the verse 23. I in them uh, and, and, and thou in me. And because of that, the effect of it is the fact that we are perfect. And which means I know too well that because they said that you are a mother of four children with four men. And none, none of the men even married you. Uh, and people are telling you that you are imperfect. You know, go back and tell them you have no clue. Uh, I've just gotten an update. I'm perfect in God. Uh, I know they said that everything that comes to your hand fall down and die. And all of a sudden, they labored you. Tell them after the service that I'm one with God. And I'm perfect in Christ. That nothing missing, nothing broken. I am complete as Christ is complete. I am perfect as Christ is perfect. He now says there. He says, I in them. And thou in me. He says that they may be perfect. He says, and the world may know. The world may know. What this statement, God, I mean, God, the son, the redeemer. Remember, he came to redeem you to become one with God. What was the effect of this very particular statement? Three points. What is the effect? Number one is the fact that, number one, as much as you are sitting in that house or lying at, on the bed, if you are still lying on the bed, then clearly, ah, I need to come meet you, lay leg on you. Because you're supposed to be standing, not even sitting. It's Okay. Three things that happen. Number one is the fact that you are currently now seated with Christ. <laughs> the posture where Christ is, Christ is, Christ is seated. You know, I say this is this is the anchor that governs us in this commission called the Rested Life Church. The Rested Life Church. I think that's the AKA or Platform Church. In case people ask you what the name of your church, you tell them Platform. They don't understand. Tell them, okay, my church name is called the Rested Life Church. And I wonder, okay, what's with the all these traders up? You say you don't understand. We are rested. Because why? From the book of Genesis chapter 2, we saw that when God finished creating the universe, because I'm going somewhere with this seated with Christ. When God finished creating the universe, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, it says, and God rested. <laughs> God rested. Which, which means God finished the work so well. To the point that the systems of creation and the systems of multiplication, he factored them into that very particular creation where he did not need to come down again and begin to arrange the animals for them to produce children. Everything was complete in the creation. And so he's resting. What is he doing? He's just overseeing that everything that he did was perfect and clean. Now that's one. Number two, we saw another man in the person of God the Son. When he came on earth, finished the work of redemption, because that's all Jesus came to do.
to redeem us from the, from the curse of the law due to the fall nature of man in the Garden of Eden. He came to redeem us. Then he now says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, he says, when Jesus paid that very particular ultimate price for you and I, so that we can now be one, he now says, and God raised him up with Christ. He said, God raised us up. Remember, it was Christ that was dying, but it was you that was on the cross. It was Christ that was paying the price, but you were reaping the harvest. It was Christ that was going through the crisis, but you were being blessed by his pain. He was the one they shambled, but you were the one getting the healing. He was the one they buried, but you are the one that is alive. He was the one that was in the grave for three days, but you are the one walking on earth and showing your swags, wearing that stilettos with a red thing at the back. Yeah, because why? You are now seated. He says here, Ephesians 2, 6 and 7. He says, and God raised us. <laughs> you know, when you look at the scripture, you know there's some certain terminologies in the Bible that doesn't make sense. I thought it was Jesus who died. But I didn't know that it was us who died. <laughs> he says, and, 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 ah, man, let me see if my beloved has given me that scripture. Oh yeah, give me the scripture, give me the scripture. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians 2, sorry. Ephesians 2, 6 and 7. Give me the scripture, give me the scripture. He says here, he said, and God raised us up with Christ. He said, look at where we are now. He said, we are seated with him in heavenly realm. In, again, Christ Jesus. <laughs> On this earth, Christ is in us. In heaven, we are in Christ, which means if you try to get me in the realm of the spirit, or you try to get me on planet Earth, whichever portal you pass, there is still a God on my side. If you try to shoot an arrow in the realm of the spirit, now it makes sense when it says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Not every tongue that rises against me, he says, it shall be condemned. Because why? In the realm of the spirit, I'm seated with Christ. On earth, Christ is on my inside. And so because of that, no arrow can function upon me on planet earth. You shoot the arrow in the realm of the spirit, I am still fortified. You try to bring some sudden things, I am still covered. You go into your village, enter your mirrors, go to your Sangoma altar, and begin to orchestrate nonsense. Because why? In the realm of the spirit, you can't see me. You can only see Christ. On planet earth, you can see me, but Christ is in me. Whichever Paths you take, I'm secured and protected. There's an atmosphere of God on my side that makes me untouchable, that makes me impenetrable, that makes me no go area, that makes you to go through the pain plus you minus me in the realm of this very particular world. Because why? He says we are seated. So because you are now seated with God in heavenly places, remember, I've, I've, I've helped you edit that thought. That you are seated with God. Which means as God is, you, you know, it doesn't make sense. Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you. It doesn't make sense where, when, when Peter was asking Jesus. He was asking Jesus. And I like Peter. I'm suspecting that Peter must be from my village. If he's not from my village, he's from my father's house. That's one of the things I know. Peter must be from that country called Nigeria. Because why? The guy understands that, oh boy, I'm going to walk with you. So what is my payout? There must be a benefit in this thing I'm doing. And the Bible says, and God, Jesus, was giving Peter the benefit. He says to Peter, all that you have invested in this kingdom, he says you will get them back 100%. The 
The same way I'm saying to every title of this commission, every giver of this commission, I stand under that statement mentioned by God. All that you have invested in this commission, I declare right now a hundred percent return in the name of Jesus. Ah, he said to this, he now says to Peter, he says, no, this is the interesting thing. He said, for you will sit with me and we shall judge the angels. <laughs> See, you are the one that is working on earth thinking that the angels, uh, they are there punishing you. You know, there is this very particular statement that here in South Africa, everybody, the ancestors are angry. What's the problem? They are dead. Let them, let them, stop, stop, stop trying to wake them up in your life. You judge angels. If you, Darlington, you, Kanisa, you, Sibongile, you, Constance, <laughs> you, Mamumpo, and every of you currently streaming, and those of you that receive letter, if you is seated in heaven, it says, and you will judge angels, how come on earth one bones will not be talking? You know, my daughter at this place, she's like, she's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way. How, how, how come? How come? Do you see that it does not make sense? It, you judge angelic beings. The one that can morph. If you want to know how, how powerful these angels are, watch the way they routed possibilities. How they make Egypt felt the pain of them. It was the angels that were bleeding that country. And yet, God said that you, would judge angels. And on earth, you allow bones. <laughs> Somebody just do like this. Do like this. I'm in the atmosphere. Oh yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm in the atmosphere. <laughs> the glory is upon me now. The glory is upon me. The glory, the glory. The glory is upon me. The glory. The glory. The glory. The glory. <sighs> now let's continue. <laughs> Let's continue, because I, I, I really want to finish. If I can finish these three points, and then we do some few prayers, then my job is done. Uh, let me just finish this point number one. Can you imagine, we're still on point number one. See, see how, see how serving God is sweet. <laughs> see, just, it didn't do me totori. <laughs> yeah, Father, thank you. It didn't do me nyongo For you women, you say, I'm feeling the butterfly. That is a goose pimples. Is it goose pimples or goose booms, you guys call it? That, that, those, you, you women, you guys have phrases. I say goose pimples. Whatever pimples that you guys are developing. That's how I'm feeling. He now says here. He says, and God raised us up with Christ. Which means this is what it means. If Christ is not in the grave, you are not there. If Christ is not in the grave, your business is not there. Your marriage is not in the grave. Your career is not in the grave. Your family is not in the grave. That will make you to understand that no great man can come and tell you stuff because your Jesus is not in the grave. So because of that, the whole of grave people who talk to the dead come into it because why? It says Christ has raised us up from the dead. It says and we are seated with him in heavenly places in Christ. It says, look at verse 7. It says in order... That in the coming age, that he might show the incorruptible riches of his glory. Ah, which means there is an ah, look, do you notice when he says John 10, 10, I have come 
that they may have life and have it in full to overflow. He says, says, in ages to come, the ages is where we are now. That's why for me, I said to the church, the church is time for you to enter into your billion flows. I know that the people are telling you that you can't be talking about money, but you let them talk. That is their problem. If they want to be poor, it's okay. Tell them you are going to open a foundation. You will sponsor their children. You will give them some money. Because why? In this kingdom where we are, riches has been given to us. It has been given to us. There are some of you, uh, by prophetic declaration, go and register a foundation with your name uh, and begin to open portals and let them know if you don't want to be rich, that's your problem. You know, there's a popular saying, um, and I like saying that, okay, they say all fingers are not equal. My question I ask them, must your finger be the smallest one? Must yours be the smallest one? All fingers are not equal. I hear you, but must your own be the smallest in that finger? It can't be. He says in verse 7, he says, in order that in the coming age, which is where we are, that he might show the incorruptible riches. If you look at that riches, it has S. So which means as plenty as you want it. <laughs> if your mind can capture it, you've heard me say this. If your eyes can picture the future, then you are now permitted to feature in what you have captured. Huh? It says, expressed in his kindness. To us in Christ Jesus. Number one, you are seated. You know, if you're in your house now, do me a favor. I know that this is a prophetic step. And as you are doing that, do me a favor. Hear me, this is the consequence of the favor. You are sitting upon the head of your enemies. That everything that has been fighting you thus far, you are sitting upon them right now. I want you, if you're lying down, whatever posture you are taking, I want you to sit like a big boy or a big girl. Imagine yourself, if I come to your office tomorrow, and I want to come and meet you to collect a tender, and you can sign me a $10 billion check, without you even calling your banker to say, I want you to take a posture of that kind of seat, and to show the devil, I have the incorruptible riches of God's grace, and my economy is not governed from this place, because the riches I operate is the riches of Christ. My kingdom does not operate with what the Reserve Bank is saying. I know that there may be two two cents in my account but now I know that I'm seated with Christ so you can see for some of you sit and cross your leg and change your name to madam oh you know in Nigeria we put the word madam put your name madam Kanisa and for those of you who are guy begin to call yourself Ogachiaman <laughs> Ogachiaman because why you are now seated with Christ take a posture that you want to sit and say God this is me let us, you know, for some of you, you may be, you may still be younger. You want to throw some certain swagger, and you do, you do your face like this, <laughs> and you are just trying to just show them because what you are seated, you are seated with Christ. Now that posture you've just taken, it just shows that if you are seated in Christ, which devil will come and unseat you where Christ is? <laughs> because that's what I want you to understand. Which one? Which one? Which one? I want to know the devil. Please help me mention the name because all the name of the devil, I've, I've explored them. So give me a new one that I don't know. Which one will come and For you to know how seated you are in Christ currently. The Lucifer was taking one third of the angel. God did not have sleepless night. That's how seated you are. <laughs> there was war in heaven. I, I bet you possibility that God is not even aware. Chances are very high. Because he's seated, he's full of himself. And that's who you are. When the service is over, I want you to get out of this service with pride and ego. 
Let them say you are pompous. Tell them, my God is seated and I'm seated with him. And so because of that, my pride in what I know now and the atmosphere that currently operates upon me cannot permit me to accept your mediocrity thinking concerning me. That your opinion does not necessarily need to be my reality. Just because you are thinking for me does not mean I need to walk with your thinking. I am seated with Christ. Ah, point number two. Quickly, point number two. Now that we're seated with Christ, remember we are one in God. What does that mean, number two? Is the fact number two. We have a shared dominion. <laughs> we have a shared dominion. Which means everything that Christ conquered, you conquered it. <laughs> Every glory that Christ experienced, you experienced it. <laughs> Whatever Christ has come to display. Remember Christ came out to tell us his own, he came, he came to give us his own mission statement. Which means I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. You have that dominion. Now we are currently operating a shared dominion. It's shared. Remember you are seated with Christ. If you are seated with Christ, every dominion that is on that space, every glory that's operating on that very particular reality, you have it. Luke chapter 10 from verse 19. Luke 10, 19. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Luke 10, 19. For you to know how Christ makes us to understand that that dominion, that glory that is operating, that we already have the glory of working us. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. He said, behold, every one of you, it says, I have given you the authority indirectly. Everything that compelled my dominion. Everything that compelled the reality of the glory I live. He said, I have given you authority to tread upon serpent and scorpion. And over all the powers. Not some of the powers. Over all the powers. Not few of the powers. Over all the powers. Not 99.9% .9 of the powers. He says, and nothing. These are the confidence that I carry whereby by the time you call me and you are crying or whatever, I stand on that because I know that I have the power. He says, I have given you talent and the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and, to, and over all the power, including the power from your village is at work in your hand. You are the one that is allowing the power from your village to talk to you. You are not talking back. And you are wondering why the power from the village? Because in this kingdom, who talk last is the one that carries the power. Haven't you forgotten the boy called David? I like that guy. When David was about to fight what he called Goliath, when Goliath was talking nonsense, David understand the mystery. Who talk last is the one that carries the power. The reason why man lost it in the Garden of Eden, when God was talking to what he called, when God was talking to Adam, Adam relinquished responsibility of the power. He gave it to Eve. And when God was asking Eve, Eve relinquished the power and he gave it to Satan. Guess what? Satan understands that this is what I come for, the glory. This is what I come for, the shared dominion. And from that moment, the guy has access to go back to the heavens. Because why? he knows that I've lost that very particular domain. And I know how that glory looks like. So I must commit man and collect this thing from man. If I can take it from man, I can go to man. Where man supposed to reside and orchestrate them out of their possibility. That was what happened to Job. Job did not understand that he's operating on a shared dominion. He's operating on a shared glory. And all of a sudden, he allowed those very particular things to cause him a pain and a weakness. He has no clue. And so as he says there, I have given you power 
authority. Indirectly, there is a sheer dominion that we have here. All the battles that I fought, I fought them because I want you to see what you currently have on your inside. That you can knock at any doors, no matter how the person say no. They only can tell you no seven times. At the eight times, which is the number of beginning, things will pop for your sake. Things will shift for your sake. An average man only have the grace to tell you no seven times. And so keep knocking. Because why? You are a shared dominion. He says in the book of Psalm chapter 8 verse 6. He says you have given up. Psalm 8 verse 6, Psalm 8 verse 6. Oh, manako pele egedesha. Psalm 8 verse 6. Psalm 8 verse 6. It says here, let's look at it. Oh, Father, help me. It says here. It says you have given. You know, as I'm reading it, I'm just feeling like, man. Man, imagine this Psalm 8. My dear, please give me Psalm 8 verse 6. Give me Psalm 8 verse 6. Ah, jano fregedeli hinakos kaparata. Imagine this Psalm 8 verse 6. And you carry this one. And you go to your office with your hand. And you slap your table. From today, make money. <laughs> you look at the fridge. And you slap the door of the fridge. From today, produce food. <laughs> you look at your car. That is not you. You want to buy your post. Kayan Kupi Habre 2.2. You look at your car. You slap your car. From today, change to post. Kayan. Because why? <sighs> Some eight verses. Look at it. It says here. It says... You have given him dominion. Who is the him? You. He said you have given him dominion over the works of your hand. He says and you have put all. You have put all things under his feet. <laughs> all things under his feet. All things. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Let's look at it again. He says here. He said thou has made him. To have dominion over the works of thy hand. And thou have put all things under his feet. You have put all things. Which means the moment Jesus at this moment. All of the dominion was in his hand. And by the time he finished everything. That we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Every of the works of God is now in our hand. Remember the example I gave you. I in them. God in Christ. All of them. So which means at this moment, you have. Ah. At this moment, God has put every, you know, as you are sitting there, just your instruction. You know, that's, that's problems that has been tormenting you. That challenges that has been questioning your realities. I just wanted to just take 10 seconds or probably 30 seconds maximum and just walk around and tell them you are under my feet right now. You are under my feet right now. Just take 10 seconds and just walk and begin to speak. You understand that says I will not move forward. You are under my feet. You don't understand. I know that I'm seated. But my feet is currently moving down there. You are under my feet. Christ has put everything under my feet. Everything is currently under my feet. The poverty is under my feet. The lack is under my feet. The sickness is under my feet. The shame is under my feet. The disappointment is under my feet. I know you thought that I may not be able to get married. That's under my feet. I know you thought that I will not be able to rise and shine. That's under my feet. Oh yes, it's under my feet. Oh, just speaking 10 seconds left. Begin to declare, it's under my feet. It's under my feet. It's under my feet. In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. Now let's look. Ah, yes, Lord. What is now the point number three? Remember point number one. 
In the fact that we talk that we are now one with God. In that being one with God, three things happen. Number one, we are seated with Christ. Which means as much as you can't get Christ, even in the spirit realm, on earth you can't still get me. Nah, man. Like we said, like, 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 what's the name of this lady? This, this, this South Africa, is this Josima, Josie or Shoma, Josie, whatever. He said, Josina, you can't see me. You can't. You are invisible. The lady got it right. I bet you somewhere around the scripture, she just removed the God factor. She got it right. Whatever she tell you, I'm, you can't see me. Because why? I'm seated with Christ. Christ God, the fullness in me. So if you hit me, you hit God. <laughs> you know, after today's service, you, those people that are looking for your trouble, you will send them an SMS, be careful. Because the next time you try that nonsense again, ah, you will see the flip side of me. Because as much as your God is a loving father, there is a dimension of him that still call him the consuming fire. Which means he can be merciful to the children of Israel living in Egypt. But guess what? The children, the children of Egypt, they are feeling their pain. That is why he's called the double-edged sword. One of these side is enjoying the blessing. The other part that says, no, that they want to subscribe to the devil. Watch God come for. You hit me, you hit God. Ah, you touch me, you touch God. It now makes sense when he says we are the apples of Jehovah's eyes. Anything that touches you touches the eyes of Jehovah because you are now one with God. And based on that, the effect is the fact that you are seated with Christ. As if that is not enough. You are not just sitting with Christ. You have a shared dominion and glory with Jesus. Shared dominion. Everything he did, he did it for you. And number three, what does that mean? It's the fact that we have now unlimited access to the person and the office of the Holy Spirit. Unlimited access. So the next time that somebody is telling you that no, the Holy Spirit is angry with you, tell them it's a lie. It's a lie. The one with God, Jesus in John 17, changed the whole game, which makes it God the Father, we, his children, and the Holy Ghost. So we are now one together. The Holy Spirit is not angry with me. Maybe he's angry with you and your village ancestor. But as far as I'm concerned, he's not angry with me. We have unlimited access. What does that mean? The access of the Holy Spirit. Remember I told you the Holy Spirit is a dimension of still God that has been encrypted like this battery. Where, where did this remote of mine disappear to? Oh, okay, I think I can't find it. Like that battery, oh good. The Holy Spirit is like that SIM card that is in your phone. What does that mean? It means that by the time the enemy is trying to tell you that you are a failure and you look inside the SIM card and the SIM card begins to remember, remind you, you are Christ. You can't think like that. Maybe by the time that they said to you that they are about to fire people in the company and you look at the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit tell you quickly, quickly, my friend, stop that nonsense. Stop, 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 stop it. Go and drink ice cream. Go and lick ice cream. Go and drink ice cream. Because why? He knows too well that you have an unlimited access to his office which means the ability for him to continually make the presence effective in your life. And to the person which guarantees constant communication. Constant communication with you. The person of the Holy Spirit guarantees an ever presence of God upon your life. That is the atmosphere that creates and also the of the person, I mean, the office is the constant presence. And the person of the Holy Spirit guarantees your effective communication with him. John chapter 14, 16 to 18. Ah, 
We're going to leave this place and just pray some few prayer points. John chapter 14, 16 to 18. Oh, Malako, we'll continue next week Sunday. John 14, 16 to 18. John 14, 16 to 18. It says here, Ah, nanos, egenehinanat kufileda. It says here, it says, and I will pray the Father. <laughs> you know, I just like, I just like, you know, there are, there are good messages your pastor has preached. You know, you know, you know your pastor preached good message. I know you may not say that to me, but it's okay. I can blow my trumpet myself because if I leave it to you, you will not blow it for me. Never. Your pastor preached good message, but if there's one I know that I've preached among all the good messages, this one. Even me, your pastor, I'm going to sit down so that Darlington can be blessed by this message. I'm going to come back and listen to it again. Because I need to capture that there's a particular Kairos moment that I, that I miss, kind of, because the pastor is preaching and Darlington needs to go back and listen to the prophet and capture his own Kairos moment because it's there. Now look at what God, the Redeemer, remember I gave you the example, the same God, God the Creator, God the Redeemer, now look at what God the Redeemer was talking about, the God the Transformer that is bringing. Look at what he says here. He says, I will pray the Father who created all things. He said, and he will give you another comforter. Now he says that he may abide with you forever. <laughs> so when you keep saying that the Holy Spirit left me, my question to you is where did he go to? <laughs> he says he will abide with you forever. So when you say, I can't feel the Holy Spirit, it is not an emotion. It has nothing to do with your emotional inclination or probably your mindset captivity. No. It says he will abide with you forever. So my question to you, where did you send him to that you say he's not with you? You would have sent him somewhere for you to come and say he's not with you. He says there, let's go to 17. He says, even the spirit of truth, he says, whom the world cannot receive. He says, because it sees him not. He says, neither knoweth him. He said, but you know him. He said, for he will dwell with you. He shall be. Ah! Do you see where he is now currently? <laughs> he said, he shall be in you. I came this morning. If, if I stop here, my job is done. I came this morning to make you understand that Christ's opportunity, the atmosphere that creates, it's at work on your inside. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. He says in verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. The day Jesus ascended to heaven, the third dimensions of God, that has to be a microchip that must be in you, landed on that day of Pentecost and is still the captain, the CEO, the chief operating officer, as far as earth is concerned. He's still here. He now says the book of John 16. Let's look at John 16. John 16. So I begin to bring my thought to a close. I'm going to pray just a few minutes from now. John 16. John 16, 13, 14. Look at what the Bible says here. John 16, 13, 14. John 16, 13, 14. John 16, 13, 14. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've been blessed this morning. This is Jesus' message. This is a message that most times we don't hear. Because if you have this understanding, you know, have you been to the gym? <laughs> you know, you don't take note of the gym, the gym mirror, the mirror of the gym. That mirror of the gym is a strategic mirror. When you get to the gym and you, for example, I've been, I've been privileged for me to enter into the both sex of the gym, which is the mirror of the gym for the guy and the mirror of the gym for the lady. There is this very particular mirror when you get to for the guy. Because that mirror understands what you want to become, the mirror has been articulated in such a way by you begin to see yourself. You went there with your cover. 
And all of a sudden, when you look at the mirror, you are trying to look at yourself like, okay, but what was going on here now? Do I have six pack? Because why? They keep mirroring what is possible for you. They keep showing you that. The women, oh, you go there, you begin to see how the thing is. The mirror is trying to make you look as if you are figure eight. As if all the shapes is beginning to come out. Haven't you noticed also the gym is like a place of where we are currently the Holy Spirit. All they do, they put a picture of what you are coming to become. They show you the picture and that's exactly what I'm showing you. This is the gospel of Christ. We don't talk about generational patterns. We don't enforce, we, 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 don't, we don't magnify the devil. If I can paint God enough in you, you can deal with the devil by yourself. If I can paint the person of Christ and what he has finished for you, you don't need to call me your pastor every 10, 10 seconds and tell me that there is a, there is a chicken or probably there is one, two, and three. No, you can stand up like a God and look on your inside. Holy Spirit, what do we do? And he says, now you are talking. Let's begin to declare. Let's command these things. Let's make this happen this way. Let's speak to the mountains. Let's begin to declare. He now says in John chapter 16, 13 and 14. John 16, 13 and 14. He says here, let's look at it. He says, how be it when he, he says, the spirit of truth is come. Look at what he's going to do. That's why for me, sometimes this is a scripture for me that will make me never tell you about anything that has to do with your ancestor. Never. Because the Holy Spirit has no business with that. Look at what he says here. He says, he will guide you into all truth. <laughs> Number one, who is the truth? His name is called Jesus. He says, I am the way, the truth, not the fact. Because fact is contradictory by people's opinions. He says, I am the way, the truth. He says, he will guide you into the truth, which is Christ. He now says, for he will not speak of himself, which means the Holy Spirit inside of you is not going to talk about you. He's not going to talk about even him, the Holy Spirit. Look at what he's going to do. He says, he will not speak. He said, but whatever he hears from heaven, where you are seated, ah, whatever, the, because the Holy Spirit understands that you may be looking at the, what you call, at the Modi ratings to say South Africa is junk state number two or whatever they call those things. Sometimes I get confused. Or maybe you are looking at your salary and the Holy Spirit says here, he says, but whatever he hears, if he hears in the realm of the spirit where you are seated, that you are a billionaire, regardless of the fact that your account is saying zero, the Holy Spirit will not tell you the zero. He will tell you what he sees. <laughs> Do you see what is happening here? He will tell you what he hears. He says, that shall he speak. Ah. He says, he will show you things to come. Which means the Holy Spirit shows you. That's why I call him my internal trading advantage. He gives me advantage of what to happen. And so I know how to navigate it. Now look at what he said in verse 14. 14, 14. He said, he shall do what? Glorify me. <laughs> Let me mess your mind up. Does poverty glorify God? Does lack glorify God? Does, does, does you crying and begging and, 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 and facing all those shame, decay and stuff, does it glorify God? He said, he shall glorify me. He said, for he shall receive of mine. Ah. Let's look at 14 again. He shall receive of mine. He says, and shall show it to you. <laughs> He shall receive of, this is the function of the Holy Spirit. Any other thing you add to him, it is your problem. He shall receive of Christ and show it to you. He shall receive of Christ what is in Christ. Prosperity is in Christ. 
Now I'm trying to bring it now with a platform acronym. What is in Christ? Prosperity is in Christ. Which is prosperity of your soul and prosperity of your bank account. What is in Christ? Ability for you to live a love life. What is in Christ? You are alive in Christ. Which is in Christ you are not dead. Which means nothing can die in you. What is in Christ? Christ has been transformed. You are now transformed to the image of Christ. What is in Christ? You are formed like him. You are the one thinking that you still have in Kaaba in front of you. You are the one thinking that your figure nine is not, I mean figure eight is not showing. It is showing 88. What is in Christ is the fact that you are formed as Christ. What is the fact? Is the fact that now you are ordained of God. And the final, what is in Christ? You are renewed. You are renewed. And the M there, it means in Christ, you are matured. That's just the platform acronyms. So whenever you tell people I'm in platform church, remember that I'm in platform church because I understand, number one, that I'm prosperous in God. Number two, I'm loved by the Father uncompromisingly. Number three, I'm alive in him. Number four, I am transformed to the image of who God is. So I know that the mirror may be lying to you, but it's okay. I'm transformed to the image. Number five, what does it mean? It's that I'm formed. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't created, and so I was formed. God came by himself and put his hand, and he formed me. He made sure that all the Jorogojo that is not needed, he removed it. I'm formed. And as if that is not enough, my dear, I'm on platform because I know that I'm ordained of God. I'm an ambassador of God on planet Earth. I'm his signature to show how does Christ look like. So I've been approved by God. I don't need your approval. I've been accepted by God. I don't need your acceptance. My atmosphere is God. I don't need your atmosphere. And it also makes us to understand that the earlier means that we've been renewed. Which means the me that you noticed yesterday, the me of failure you know yesterday, that one has changed. The one that is currently sitting and talking is a brand new creation. He says, all things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And I know that I was a baby yesterday, but today I'm a mature Christian. I'm growing in God. I'm not like the way I used to be yesterday. Today my life has changed. My path has changed. My motion has changed. I now know the things of God. I operate in his understanding. I move in his reality. I stand secured her and I stand protected her. As we begin to bring this my final point number one to a close you must understand now Acts of the Apostle chapter 17 from verse 28 and 29 final scripture and we're going to pray because now that you are one with God <laughs> you know uh, you don't understand I'm dancing Acts 17, 28 and 29. My dear, give me. I know your phone is very fast than mine. Acts 17, 28, 29. Acts 17. Because we're going to pray from that scripture. Now that you know that Christ <laughs> is in you. And when he came, he came with God in you. Look at the consequence. Acts 17. 28 and 29. Acts 17, 28 and 29. Acts 17, 28 and 29. <laughs> already my, my daughter is already doing who? <laughs> Acts 17, 28. You know, this is where I, I feel, you guys should just pray and, 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 and we'll talk about that later on. Just pray. For those of you on Platform Group Church, we'll talk about it. Just pray that the church open. This is where we begin to play music and then we begin to dance. We just dance. 
Because we now understand. Ah, this, is, this, this is the one where you dance and you begin to sing that song. I like the song. Watamaere runa. Oh, watamaere runa. I, I, I just like that song. I will begin to dance like that. Siabonga. Siabonga, Jesus. I will begin to go like that. You know, I may not have the good voice, but don't worry. I have my comrade. You also understand it. It's called the Holy Spirit. And because why? You now understand that in, for in him we move. <laughs> Let me see if my scripture is here on the screen. All right, it's here. Thank you. Let's, let's read now. It says in Acts 17, 28 and 29. It says, for in him we live. In God we move. So which means by the time I'm taking some certain step, it won't make sense to you. Because I make those moves in God. <laughs> it says, for in him also I have my being. So which is my identity and my completion is not found by my fact that I'm married to my wife or my wife's identity is not found because she's an amazer. No. <laughs> Let's look at it again. Okay, let me read it quickly so that I didn't play with it, then we pray. It says, for in him we live. In him we move. In Christ we have our being. He said, as certain of a poet have said, indirectly that poet there, he's talking about the prophets. He says, for we are the offspring so, which means you, 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 you know, I, I like what my daughter is doing downstairs. Her leg is already, she's, she's dangling. You are the offspring. For every mother, the baby, it come off from you. The picking are your pick. <laughs> the picking, you be, you be God picking. You are the offspring, he says, of God. He says, for as much then as we are the offspring of God, he said, we, not, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold and silver and stones and graven art. <laughs> that God is not all of this nonsense. <laughs> that even the village ancestors are trying to make you believe. Now he now says, he said, for in him I live. So which means my experience of planet Earth is, has nothing to do with your own total, what's it called? Your own total opinion. I live in God. My domain is in God, seated with Christ in heavenly places. He says, and in him I move. Which means as I'm about to take my step out of this service, as I'm about to get into my office tomorrow, I'm making the move like God. I walk like God. I take actions like God. I make demand like God. I do things as God. Because I know that in him I live. In him I move. As I'm about to apply for the job position, I'm applying as God. As I'm about to go for that very particular checkup. And the doctor says it's leukemia. I go as God. As I'm about to go for that date. And the guy is trying to think if I'm the best person. But I know I'm the best for him. I go as God. As I'm about to enter. It says for in him we moved. We move as God. I want you to take a step of faith right now. And begin to move and begin to speak. And the services come to an end. And begin to declare. Lord, I make my move in God. I take my step in Christ. I take my being in you. It says, and I have our being, which means my identity is for as Christ is, so am I. Not as the world is, not as the people think, for as Christ is, so am I in this world. Open your mouth right now and begin to pray. In him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. Oh, Shmarata Begedoshita. 
I've taken time to give you these pointers for you to understand that you move like God. You take step like him. You move like him. You operate like God. You have the atmosphere around you. The Christ opportunity has given you access to the glory. It has given you access to share dominion. It has made you position in Christ and you have unlimited access to the person of the Holy Spirit and the office that routed his person. Open your mouth right now and begin to pray. As you are praying, pray like God. Talk like God. Lord, somebody declare, I move like God. Oh yes, I am in Christ. All things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. I am in God. Every manipulation of hell has been cancelled concerning my life. I move like God, which means I can't fail. Anything that touches me touches God. And my totality, my completion, my being, my life, my personality, my character, I am as God. Somebody declare, enforce the consciousness. I speak this morning. The atmosphere is at work in my life. You can do your hand like this to enforce the consciousness. The atmosphere. I have the atmosphere. I have the Christ opportunity. The Christ opportunity is available for me. I want you to pray the prayer. It says, in Christ I live. I want you to begin to declare, I live in Christ. Open your mouth and begin to talk to yourself. Call your name, Valentina. We live in Christ. I know that you are staying in Rodeport, but we live in Christ. Oh, Rodeport is a drive through Because if you say you live in Rodeport, when God decides to give you a property in Stensity, you may not go and get it because why? You live in Rodeport. But when you live in Christ, Christ cannot be stopped. Christ can go from one place to another, and yet the doors open. I live in Christ. Open your mouth and begin to make that declaration. Genatos epediata. Harata copelegade nequata. Harata medoshe cateziata. My posture is in Christ. My thinking is in Christ. My life is Christ. His possibility is my possibility. His thinking is my thinking. Christ's reality is my reality. Oh, I live in Christ. A necrobadash letesiana. A brata cotopelecate nequata. A lecotosilata. Haranakotozilata. As you are declaring I live in Christ, it's beginning to articulate those nonsense beliefs that make you think that you are limited by where you live. It's beginning to remove that thought pattern that nothing good can ever come out of your life because of the location where you were born. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but yet all of a sudden, a boy from Bethlehem became a global product because why? He understands that he lives in God and now we live in Christ and Christ in Jesus. And ah, there is the two part. It's all because of that. You are a 
globus pesia you can't be limited you can't play small with that understanding that i live in christ your business cannot operate on the local template your career cannot operate on the smallness that political position cannot limit you you live in christ your being is in christ jatoka pradasha ne kwato zelekate de krodos e beka koko pelegedeshiata ratoko belete le kronote gela akwata beleteja Zadoshata Hebreketuzinata. He now says also, in Christ I move. He said, in Christ I move. Which means I may not have the money in my bank account, but in Christ I move. I may not have people to support me because I'm in Nigeria, but in Christ I move. I may not have anybody to help me because I don't know anybody in that parliament. I don't know anyone in tender commission. I don't know anyone in the funding agency, but in Christ I move. Open your mouth and begin to put that movement you want to make. I move this project in Christ. I move this career in Christ. I move Platform Church in Christ. I move my Anasota. I move my business in Christ. We take action as Christ would have taken. If Christ is running my business, what move will he make? If Christ is working in your company, what move will he take? If Christ is the accountant like you are, what moves will he make? Open your mouth and begin to declare, I move in Christ. I take my movement in Christ as I'm stepping out of the service, as I'm going to do talk, as I'm doing platform center, as I'm doing platform church, as we do myself and my wife I hold her in the realm of the spirit we move in Christ we take our movement in Christ we are not limited we can't be stopped doors are open for our sake every gate we get to gatekeepers confirm themselves to accommodate us we move in Christ we move in Christ and it finally says in that scripture, it says, and in Christ we have our being, which means our perfection is in Christ. It says in John 17 verse 23, it makes us to understand, it says that they may be perfect as one as we are, which means God is perfect, you are perfect. I want you now to begin to pray every power of darkness that has been speaking contrary to the perfection that you are in Christ. Open your mouth now and begin to rebuke it. Oh, you devil. Oh, you incarnate. Oh, you demonic patterns from my father's house that is telling me something that is not of Christ. I speak to you tonight. Enough is enough. Get out of my life. Open your mouth and rebuke it. Don't cry about it. Rebuke it. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. My being is in Christ. I have my being. I'm perfect in Christ. I'm complete in him. I find my full in him. My totality is wrapped up in this atmosphere that God the Father, Jesus the Redeemer, oh the Holy Spirit the Transformer, all of this entity, they are at work in me. And so therefore you devil, you your strategies you are using, I have captured you at your game. Enough is enough. Get out of my life. Get out of my finances. Get out of my children. Get out of my marital life. Get out of everything that matters to me. Janoska parata hirada. Hamekwa de paradase kotoshe letiata. Habrakato inaka paradashi nataza. Hareto kopelete likrados zemene hiradoshilata. Harekato zinakedushilata. Hadish maratos ebenikataziata. Habrata koto beladiata. The Bible says, final scripture, First John chapter 5, verse 4. The Bible says in that scripture, it says, For whosoever is born of God, 
Remember Acts 17 that we've just read. You are the offspring of Christ. Whosoever is born of God. He said that person, he says, overcome the world. He says, and this is the victory that overcome the world, even our fate. We're going to pray this final prayer point. We're going to declare, Lord, every battle starts far. Now that I know that I'm in Christ, now that I know that there's a superior atmosphere that is working in my life, every battle contending with my inheritance, contending with my opportunities, contending with the open doors that you have made for me, I come against them in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray that way. Every battle, you know the battles of your life. Every battle, no battle should be able to win because God has overcome. You are an overcomer. You are an overcomer. So declare from that standpoint as an overcomer in Christ, I speak to you battles that is challenging my inheritance. Battles contending my opportunities. Battles contending my marital settlement. I command you in the name of Jesus, I command you out. Get out of my life. Get out of my ministry. Get out of my career. Get out. I cannot Begin to command. Begin to command. Begin to command. You are an overcomer. Christ has won the battle. He gave you sheer dominion. Open your mouth and begin to command. You battles, enough is enough. You delay, enough is enough. You truncated growth, enough is enough. I know that they cut my trees, but it is high time. I blossom again. I am the offspring of Christ. I jump out of my smallness. I come out of my limited mind. I show up like God in my work from tomorrow. I put a result as God because I'm God in that table. I declare I'm God. Oh yes, I'm God. Open your mouth right now. Begin to tangle and say, Father, thank you for what you've done. Lord, we are grateful because indeed on this part one of Christ opportunity. Oh yes, Lord. You have shown me what the possibility is. Oh yes, this is just the entry level. You've shown me what the possibilities are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. At this very particular point in this atmosphere right now, you have received a valued message from God this morning. It is high time for you to do what I call the value exchange. Lord, this powerful message that has come. I'm bringing my tithe, my offering, my various giving. Lord, as a symbol of exchange, you have blessed me this way this morning. The Bible says, and when Melchizedek blessed Abraham, Abraham gave of all of his tithe and everything to Melchizedek. You are not giving to Pastor Darling, you are giving to God using this man that is sitting in front of you. I want you to right now, from the standpoint of the blessing that you've received this morning, I want you to exchange value with God and to say, Lord, from the blessing you've blessed me with, I'm bringing my tithe before you. I'm bringing my prophetic seed. For some of you, your prophetic offering and say, Lord, I'm sowing this seed upon the life of my pastor. I'm giving this all for the commissioner and partnering with the God of this message for this morning that as I go this week, that the Christ opportunity must open for me. As you do that, as you do that, we will go on this short announcement break and we will come back 
and end the service with a powerful prayer this morning. That's all we have for today. But be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.